It is a no loaf Thursday when the Hogs away. The Carmen, the Braggs, and the Lawrence will play. Let's Welcome in. Let's go. That's right. We started right at noon. Don't even put your yep. stuff in the chat. Here we're, we are. We're Start right at noon. We're, so who's the common denominator? That's the reason we don't. Wow. Adam Hogue. That's right. <laughs> Threw you under the bus. Meatball Island, baby. We're back. Meatball Island is actually happening today. We're going to start with this because I had a major, major moment yesterday. Uh, as you see on our screen, if you're watching the YouTube today, Meatball Island shirts, Meatball Island hoodies, Meatball Island everything. <laughs> CHGOlocker.com. Get yourself ready for the Bears and the Packers on Sunday by making an investment today. Congratulations to Greg Braggs, who's the only person in the history of this company that has gotten two t-shirts, which I am extremely jealous we're of. Congratulations. On, we're working on it. We're working on number three? We're, no, I'll, we'll get, we'll get <laughs> yeah. you one. You know, we just gotta, I mean, we have the, the original Cram shirt that's not for we got sale. The cram shirt, I would sell is, mine, though. If, if, I, if I put it on eBay, would anyone uh, want it? Because I didn't necessarily want it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Jay Fly with an early super chat, four ninety nine. Got to Get me my Meatball Island shirt, baby. You do, Jay Fly. Get in there, brother. Let's go. Let's go. It's a great design. So shout out to Eric out in Denver. Uh, he does great work. Yeah, and Tony, who's a huge Poppy fan, he's in the chat basically every day lately talking about Poppy. Uh, there should be a Poppy shirt. It absolutely with my head on it, Poppy, Bears, something along those lines. <laughs> with your head on it. I, why not? Uh, or okay. whatever. Put me on okay. the back of the body of Poppy with like a Bears emblem and what I don't know, whatever we can do. Okay. There's, there's another angle. Okay. All right. So, uh, and for real, uh, Hogue is joining us at about 1230 today, half hour into the pod from Hallis Hall. Uh, we may or may not check in with Corey Wooten. He's got a busy work schedule, but also trying to make time for us. So a lot to do here in the... 58 minutes that is left in the show but yep. but brags yes, i'm gonna start the show on a personal level here okay i was working with my coach yesterday coach therapist whatever you want to call her yep the great burl all right um better help baby better help uh is a great way to go as, as well this is not better help but i probably add some better help and why not I mean, you I, can lie it's I, fine. Could, I well i just i can't no i'm not gonna lie i i should line up with better help too i could use it every day but so i'm in there yesterday and we're talking about i don't know if you've noticed this on me every now and then but i might not be the most positive person in every situation <laughs> and then and you mean then, you're uh, living in a pessimism peninsula right something along those lines or reality or just just not it's like she, she i was given the assignment to look at things with fresh eyes like to look at you and your beard and your brand new zit <laughs> on the right side of your face wow. with, okay. With, okay. With, with, with fresh like appreciative eyes yeah same thing with laura it's the same thing with you in the chat like to see doug van doren today with fresh eyes and to really be happy to see you uh brock P's coming in or Carmen, what's your thoughts on rock island's madison keys she's a rock is what she is brock uh and i love what's going on in tennis and i love that you asked right. tennis Cir questions circle but the wagon circling the wagon back is like is is is, is positivity leaning into what's possible abundance and so she gave me the the and i started thinking of you because you're one of the more you know just possibility what what where can we go people sure. and so the assignment that i got was to actually buy my own ticket to meatball island like and, 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 just, and just lean into what 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 okay. what could be okay you're sneaking onto the island at I, this point I, well yes i well i no i'm not even trying to sneak on i'm i'm asking for a one of the late last all tickets right. well, to meatball all, island at least for you know today see the thing about meatballs is you know all are welcome 
but we need you to really commit to it, you know? And I know it's hard because the thing you this said- would be, This would be a th- huge transformational shift for me. Do you understand? Like this would yes. be like a, I mean, you, you know well, me now me for- Let me try to open your eyes to something because okay. this is something I've, I've had this discussion many yeah. times in my life. The, the one thing that really, that you said there that, that struck a nerve for me is you said, well, I lean sometimes more pessimism or reality as I call it. And that is the thing that I've always tried to push back with people that are cynical or pessimistic. They always define that and align it with reality. I know that's a trigger point for you. An optimistic person can also live in reality. It's a different reality than you live in. Right. That's the paradigm shift. And a pessimistic or a cynical person, because they are so guarded or jaded or whatever you want to (laughs) say. Sure. You know, hedging, however you want to say it, they miss on things at times because they're not looking at the full scope of possibilities. There's a huge cost in living with like, this is too hard. That's too difficult. We can't get there. That's not going to happen. Right. Yes, I get it. If I had said I didn't go to school, I'm going to just lay brick the rest of my life. I'm not going to dream because it's not real. That's not reality. You're never going to make it, Greg. Right. Then I would not be sitting next to you right now. Right. You wouldn't. You know, you had that mentality probably when you were younger. I'm going to do whatever I got to do. And there probably were people that were like, uh, long shot. And now here you are next to the biggest meatball on the planet. (laughs) This is, this is, we're going deep to start the show here today. And yes, uh. I mean, I we are similar in that way, for the record. I mm-hmm. mean, you were doing it on the bricklaying side. I was a, I started, the only job that I've ever reached the pinnacle in Lawrence Benedetto was vending. Yeah. I started in 1992 Amazing. selling cotton candy, $1, because I didn't want to carry change, and it was light, and I was this, you know, 140-pound dude or whatever I was at the time. And, and, I, and I made my way from cotton candy to peanuts, through hot dogs, and all the way to the pinnacle was when they, give, the first is when you give you the blue tub at Wrigley, and you're selling old style but then when you get the red tub and you're selling Budweiser at, when you get the, the Bud Bud Light leaks. you have hit the pinnacle I gotta be honest I'd prefer the old style myself. right yeah and you're that's Whatever. because you're cooler than that the old yeah. style's a much better buy but I would try to when I had the old style I would just scream at people like it's just it's this get yourself an old style it's cooler <laughs> it's the same step on up but just regarding disregard all that I but so the point is that you know I, I did that for a long time and then mm-hmm. eventually I had to develop a, a belief in my because I was in media but I didn't I right. didn't I Want, I wanted to be to, here, right? And I had to, I had to, I had to build that. So circling it to to sports or the Bears, because so, I know that's. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. So well, okay. Go ahead. How, what were you gonna say? A guy like Derrick Rose. Yeah. He stepped up to the podium one year and said, "Why not? Right? Why can't I win MVP? Right? Justin Fields this offseason said, "I'm gonna be the first quarterback to throw for four thousand yards." And while there's some people that are sitting there living in reality. And saying, well, that's just not going to happen because of X, Y, and Z. The first step is the belief. You got to believe to achieve, my friend. That could be another shirt right there. You got to believe to achieve. Brags 2023. <laughs> well, I, I, it's like brick it's by the, brick. It's the first I, time know, I've heard it. These are sayings that have been around a long time. It, it's the first time I heard it on the podcast. So congratulations. I like that, it. That guy, that the workout guy, the Simmons Russell. No, not Russell. Not, not Russell, Russell Simmons. Gene Simmons. No, that's the uh, that's the kiss guy. Whatever. Richard. Richard Simmons. Richard, whatever yeah. his name is. Okay. 
Uh, God, I, I'm nagging. Karm worked his From way the to the nutty m- professor. Karm worked his. I just like to, I don't know why I just left you for a minute, but Karm worked his way to the middle. Followed by it really was Keith Riggle's comment. <laughs> Jewish pessimism is to be expected. <laughs> Man, that's right. I am the son of Fred and Gladys Carmen. I, I came from where I came from, and uh, you know, hey, uh, it, these things are not easy to shake. But and I wouldn't even call it pessimism. But but the, but what I'm talking about is living in like your land, which is a which is the big move, and so. This is where I, where, I, where I spin this into the bears and getting to positivity. Look, like, I was just sitting here for 10 minutes, and Kevin Kadick wants to bet the bears on Sunday. And he, wants to, he wants to move the line to nine and a half points. And, move and, it. And get, and get minus, he wants to give nine and a half and get the, you know. I mean, I love plus money, but that's. He's uh, trying to get plus money, big, big time plus money. I was like, hey, man, you know, do you. You want to make that bet? You want to gamble? Go ahead and gamble. Because that's what it feels like to me, what everyone's predicting this weekend. Like, we have no idea what is going to happen. The Bears have 26 new players, many of them who are key new players, starters and whatnot. So then I got to thinking, like, well, what do we actually know if I'm leaning on to Meatball Island? Like, what do we know and what can we be confident in? Yep. And I'm starting, and we're asking this question to the chat, like, what do you feel like you know going into the season? What can you actually say with confidence – that you feel like you know. And for me, it actually starts with Justin Fields in my ticket to Meatball Island. Like, you, we absolutely know that if everything breaks down and nothing good is happening offensively, Justin Fields is going to make something out of nothing. Yep. You know that he can do it. We saw it over and over and over again for 1,143 yards, the most, second most rushing yards by a quarterback in the history of the game of football. I, I still don't think people let that go in. We know that he's breaking off 50-plus yard runs over and over and over again, that he did it against the Packers for 55-plus. So... I think when you start with the things that you know this year, you know that you, at, at bare minimum from fields, you are going to get that if nothing else is going on. Correct. He, he, is, an, he is a an unstoppable force when it comes to rushing the football. Correct. He's going to move the chains. Now, how many times can you bank on a 70-yard unbelievable run? They're going to happen this year. Uh, you know, the, the amount they happen in a six-week six span felt very unique and maybe rare and maybe something we won't see again. But just to move the chains, you know, and that's what I try to tell people when you just add up the numbers as far as his rushing yards being accumulated throughout the year. If he stays healthy, if he plays 14 or 15 games minimum or, you know, you know best case scenario the whole season, he's going to easily run for 100 yard, 1,000 yards because the first, they, they were the best team on first drives all season long. Why? Because... They're still getting their feet wet. Defense is still trying to settle in. And Justin Fields is running for 20 to 40 yards on every opening drive, getting you into at least field goal range. There you go. There you go. And, you know, there's a lot of conversation going on around now. Well, our team's going to try to keep Fields in the pocket, make him a passer. Maybe they will. Right. That's entirely possible. So if you want to go back and forth with the what we know and what we don't know, sticking to – sticking to this you know subject with fields then what we don't know is yes we know he can move the chains in between the 20s but when you get into the red zone how many touchdowns are they going to score as opposed to field goals that's what we don't know 
what we don't know is how big of a step he's going to take in the past game. He's going to take a step. He's got too many good skill position players so, with DJ Moore. But the, the question is how big of a step. Those are the things we don't know. So, right. But that also, fall, and in my Meatball Island thing, what we do know is that he is going to, he is not going to get worse. Correct. He will get better. So, to what degree is the question? Correct, but we are still we are on an uptick. We are going yep. forward. We know we know we know and my second we know, which is a huge we know. We know that he is now playing with the best receiver by a mile that he has ever played with who has been remarkably consistent playing with bad quarterbacks, different yep. quarterbacks. Fifth most receiving yards for any wide receiver in NFL history under the age of 26. And the the other four are Randy Moss, Larry Fitzgerald, DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, Hall of Fame type players. Which is why he had to be in the deal. So we absolutely know that Fields, who we know is going to run the ball well if things break down, we know that he also has his most comfortable target, which he basically said from day one, and we've seen it over and over again, from the little dump-off that went for a touchdown in the preseason to all a training camp to anybody who went out to practice. You saw the connection between the two. We know these things. Yep. These are So like, that is not going to be a surprise when, when Justin Fields breaks free for 30-plus yards on, in the middle of the second quarter, the first quarter, whenever it happens against the Packers on Sunday. It's, it's not going to be like, oh, I've never seen that before. We, we, it's, it's there. So... Um, I think, and then if, before we move off of fields, yeah. the one thing that I'm going to roll the dice and feel like I do know, based off of only camp here, in preseason, are we on, okay. this is where we're moving, to the believe. Okay. Because sometimes you got to trust your eyes. And one of the things I've always said when I went to camp is, you know it when you see it. You knew the day Devin Hester walked out on that field, you were like, okay, he has it. The first time I ever saw Tariq Cohen get the ball in his hands at camp, I was like, okay, he's different. Brandon Marshall. Okay, I've never seen that before. With Justin Fields, what I, so when I do the you know it when you see it, you know, at camp this year, the thing that I feel like I know I saw was the short passing game improvement. Now, I can't prove it because they haven't shown it on tape in the regular season yet. We got to wait to see if that's going to come to fruition week one. But I feel confident in saying that the third down slant got to have it to DJ Moore or Chase Claypool. They have shown improvement there. The screen game, we saw it at camp, but we specifically saw it in the preseason on TV. We all saw it. The screen game is improved. The Bears have always sucked in the screen game my whole life so it stood out to me that they are executing the screen game well blockers getting ahead everything looks organized the timing of it looks right so i am going to go out on a limb on the things that we know that we are basing off of last year i'm going to add this to what i do know even though it hasn't been shown on a game tape yet i'm not going to push back on you buddy Let's go. Let's go. We, we, we saw Khalil Herbert on the dump-off game. We saw DJ Moore on the dump-off game. We also, we, well, I would say that we know that Luke Getze has a ton more knowledge, we absolutely know this, that right now than he did a year ago. And his job 
is to make this offense score points, get in the end zone, and have Justin Fields be successful to back up what Ryan Poles, Ian Cunningham, whoever else you want to throw in there, did this offseason to give him more protection, get him more weapons, all of it. So how is he going to do that? It ain't going to be, hey, Justin, take a seven-step drop, hang out in the pocket, read the field, try to figure it out, and hit Chase Claypool for 40 yards down the seam. That ain't going to be it. He's going to find ways to get Fields comfortable, build his confidence, which Fields would always say that he doesn't need, but that's what they're going to do. The light bulb just went off because I was was driving me nuts what you asked me yesterday. Really? You got it. This was what it was. Wow. What? What is Fields, do you care, you asked me, do I care if the Bears sacrifice winning at all costs versus the development of Justin Fields? I wish you would have brought this up before the show because I would have changed the whole show, but, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> and, <laughs> and what I told you was, if you watch some of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and I'm not saying that Justin Fields is Tom Brady, but who Tom Brady was in his first five years of his career was vastly different than what it was in you know after 10 years and so this expectation like we're hogan i pushed back on him you know last week or two weeks ago when he said you know i wanted him to wow me at camp i wanted him to just dominate practice every single day and i felt that was unrealistic i want fields to continue to gradually get better like we're talking about but now that the bullets are flying you just got to do what you got to do to win the game and then as every season goes by every game that goes by every snap that goes by get a little bit better in the things you're not good at and then by year 10 you are dominating practice like we all hope we want to see so i'm reading a book that's that is uh this is a great podcast i really enjoy the, the varying topics i'm reading a book that's the talent does not matter is the name of the book talent does not matter and what it focuses in on like I'm proof of that <laughs> no, well you are actually <laughs> congratulations and to anybody but but it's basically it's saying that like like if you take tiger woods was this was it the most talented dude to ever play the game of golf eh. Not, not really. His, his dad was a huge sports guy. He was a military guy. His dad loved coaching pe- people up, and he became this huge golf guy. And so when Tiger was seven months old, all he did was see his dad like t- swinging a golf club into a net. And then at eight months, he's got a, putting, uh, a putter in his hand. And then, and then he's being coached by his dad on how to properly swing, and he's thrown into it. It's not like he just found it from nowhere. The, so, the repetition. Right. So my point is that but – but the point is that – the people that get to the elite levels of life, they work insanely hard on the things they are bad at. Yep. They, they do not go out onto whatever recreational field that you go on and, do the, and shoot the same jump shots that you shoot every time, the same way that you do with your elbow out or this or whatever's messed up or you don't have the right arc and like hit a couple in a row and they feel like you've done the work. No, they, they, they go and they take what they're incredibly, what they don't do well and they work at it incessantly until they get good. That's, that's where the elite thing is. The, and aver- so, the average person let me does t- it to get it right once. Right. The best get it right so they never get it wrong. And they do it over and over and over again. But so what I'm, why why just why you made me think of that is like that's where it's interesting to me like if if 
was the same question that I was asking about Fields yesterday. Like, if you're the Bears, the pressure of winning in the NFL gets more and more real by the day the longer you're here. And it, and it flipped in the middle of last season. Like, okay, he can't do this. He can do that. Let's scheme it like this because that Commanders game was incredibly painful. So let's let him loose and let's see what he can do. And, oh, my God, this looks totally different. The guy's elite in, in running the football. So I do wonder if the Bears, which I think they will, lean into winning as many football games as possible this year, if actually you're taking chips off the table long term to have Fields, who was a passing quarterback at Ohio State, just sit in there and and basically, in essence, work on what he's not good at right now, which is processing the field, and then make and then eventually that's gonna that's gonna pop open, and now you might actually have the MVP quarterback that everybody's talking about. Well, Eberflus, I mean, I got one question into but Eberflus. But it's gonna be, it'll be painful and, along the way. Well, I got the one question into Eberflus of, uh, at camp that I was able to get, and that's what I asked him, like. Is that what you're going to try to mold him into? And he said, no, we're still going to let him run the ball and be who he is. You know, and that's the thing. To me, it's it's not just a Getsy and Eberflus decision. It's Justin Fields' decision. We were talking about the other day. Kevin Fishbane did a nice breakdown with Fields of some of the film of last year. And he explained some of his mindset in some of the throws. And one of them, he said, yeah, I could have checked it down right here. But the angle didn't feel right, and I knew I could get it on my own. So I went and did it. He's going to continue to have that mentality this year. You know, obviously, if you get banged up or something happens, now the equation changes. But if we're just talking in a vacuum or week one, he's going to do what he has to do to win the game. That's who he is. Yeah, no, I, yes. I, I, his default, is, which, which is something he's got to work on, though, dude. Like, his default is to get out of there and and go because you ain't gonna stop me and i know i'm picking up the first down and i know i'm moving Every the chains. special quarterback you can find the tape and they pull some craziness caleb williams just did it for usc over the weekend they had a crazy play crazy play for a touchdown there was a guy wide open on the left side he missed to start the play but it ended with some insanity you can't take that special away. There's going to be times where he misses things. But just like the pessimism versus optimism, oh, I'm just going to take the check down here because nothing good's going to come from this play. The special say, no, I'm, I'm big game hunting, and I'm going to go find the big play. And even though everyone, I'm going to defy logic, nobody believes I can make the play out of nothing here, but I'm going to. Big game hunting. Yep. I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm just getting excited now. I got right. to give a shout out to my guy, Ill Will, because he always says that on Twitter, and I completely agree with him from uh, the, th- the Three Kings. Um, they, he always says that Fields is a big game hunter, and I agree with that. It's okay. You can, we need the little fish. You got to get the little fish to catch the big fish. I just went fishing last weekend. But the big, it's about getting the big fish. And that's what Fields does. Uh, real quick before we get to uh, something important that you need to know. First of all, the Duke's weighing in 10 bucks. What is more likely? What's up, Duke? I miss you. I love you. You're the best. What is more likely? The Packers found another Favre Rogers in Jordan Love or Fields makes a year three leap like Allen Hurts? I know option C is neither, but you have to choose which is more likely. Well, Duke, I think that's an, actually an easy answer because the chance that Jordan Love is one of the 
two great top 10 quarterbacks in the history of the NFL, which is where Favre and Rodgers arguably land, I think it's way more likely that Justin Fields is making the year three leap. Yeah, I agree. Uh, objectively, like not even being a Bears fan, that's – if Jordan Love was that, they wouldn't have waited this long. Yeah, ag- agreed. I mean, but – and even if uh, Jordan Love is better than a lot of Bears fans think, that's going to take time. That's not something started, that's going to just come right out the gates. He started one game in his career. One game. When, when Rodgers had COVID in 2021. So let's see. He, he ain't doing that. All right. Uh, hey, are you in the market for a new or a used vehicle? If you are, we got some great news because our guy Ray Chevy, who, of course, you see on the show in Fox Lake, has joined the CHGO team. And we are talking to the team at Ray. By the way, I th- I'm planning on going to meet Ray, perhaps as early as this Saturday. Uh, they have the pledge. It's called the Ray price promise it's a guarantee the price you see online is the price you pay when you go into the dealership we found that in many cases other dealers will raise the price when you come into the dealer saying things like are you a recent college grad are you active in the military are you a farmer basically looking for things that they know that you're not uh in most cases of course that answer is going to be no and that's when the other dealers raise the prices on you saying the price online included limited rebates that you do not qualify for that is not the case at Ray. The price you see online is the price you pay with no add-ons to the price ever. In fact, Ray is going to do everything possible to find additional savings for you, which may make the price lower than you see online. As one of the top dealers in the Midwest, you'll always be able to shop one of the Chicagoland's largest inventories and save big at Ray Chevy because now they have over 100 Chevy Trax models available starting at $21,495 sweet dollars. Now through September the 30th, all buyers can qualify at 0% financing, make zero payments until 2024, plus put no money down, and best of all, pay zero hidden fees with the Ray Price Promise. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com, serving the community since 1963. Find new roads. Hope coming up. Do you want to, are you a survivor? Yes, Gregory, I am. Do you want to be a high roller? Sure. Then you need to head over to our guys at Splash Sports. That's right, our new sponsors here, and we appreciate them. CHGO has a weekly pickaxe and NFL Survivor Contest for everyone to participate in for real money. This is how you enter. Head to SplashSports.com slash CHGO. The link's going to be in the description, and sign up. Deposit cash to get started, and it's just $10 to enter. Uh, CHGO Weekly NFL Pickaxe contest, contest and CHGO Survivor Contest. The more who enter, the larger the prizes. It's a really, really fun website. you got to go check it out. Uh, we'll be running weekly contests all year, so be sure to keep that link handy. Want to run your own contest? Tired of being the commish on leagues, chasing people down and with none of the reward? That's I go through that every day with my last second league, those ungrateful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can sign up to be a commissioner right through our link and earn money for the contest you're already running with friends and family. Head to SplashSports.com slash CHGO to join in. We'll have different contests coming out. So we are stoked to compete with and against you all. Be sure to click click in our link in the description below. All right, let's talk about it. There is football tonight. Let's, let's go. go. I 
Do you guys have plans? What are you doing? Lions, uh, Chiefs. Ooh. Well, uh, do you mean gambling plans? I have gambling plans and I have real life plans. What, what's what do you your want to talk What's about? your play tonight, Lawrence? Okay, it's, here's the Chiefs are for those who don't know. Chiefs are six and a half point spread, and basically, is it still six and a, I, I got it at four and a half this morning. Like the, the, the Kelsey knew, was it is Kelsey playing or not playing? Do we know? Hold on a second. He was, it was it was unsure, so it was down to four and a half. Let's, uh, so well. I did take the Chiefs minus four and a half. However. I also use DraftKings uh, the early win bet, which if if the Lions get up by seven, whoa, is that coming on set? Because Goose Island oh is here, gosh. and <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. Guys, but the tailgate's a- going to be fun. Let's just say that. I'm just going to say the tailgate. <laughs> Let's go. Is, is this be- the tailgate? Let's. G- I mean, check it out, right. boys. It's a drinking Thursday. Let's go. You see me rolling. <laughs> Wow. I love a good goose in the That's middle of the, the show. That's the goose right there. The goose is loose. Carm wins. Bregg, goose lose. Island all day wow. long. That's going to be at our tailgate here on Sunday. Corner of Wabash and Cermak. You better be there because well, you can drink all of this with me and Mark. Throw some bags. Have some fun. Mm, I'm, delicious. I've now forgot everything I was saying. Just come to the tailgate and drink yeah, with us. Come to our the official CHGO tailgate. The best in the city. We're going to be uh, at the corner of Wabash and Cermak with our guys at the Chicago Bears tailgating club. All you can drink Goose Island, as you see above my shoulder. All you can eat firewater barbecue. Uh, there's going to be a lot of fun prizes, uh, giveaways from our guys over at the Collector's Cave. So there's going to be some really cool stuff if you come on and hang out with all of us and all the diehards. Uh, and if you become a diehard, you can get a discount on that event, get a free shirt right out the gate. So a lot of lot of great things happening here with CHGO Bears and CHGO Sports. Get on board and hang with us. I you know, am uh, uh, super excited. Honestly... I'm so excited to see you on Sunday. Maybe even more so than the game. I'm, I'm not even kidding. I'm I'm equally excited to see. What time are you showing Sunday. up? I'll be there. Like early. seriously, I'll be real. there early because I got to set up. But, but, but so, but our, we're open at eleven. Correct. Okay. I'll be there at like five a.m. We're open at eleven. We're open at eleven. Do you know what I'm doing Sunday morning at seven thirty? Playing tennis. yoga. Huge tennis match. <laughs> Huge tennis match. Well, Normally get don't get competitive the... juices flowing. Exactly. I'm going to be like coming it. in. I like it. Most likely hobbling. Uh, that's w- all right. Uh, Adam Hogue, I believe, is about to join us here. Yeah, we can uh, try and bring him in if you'd like right I about think he's now. He's got a video too, Lawrence. I thought, oh, wait, are we you can do video? Are we allowed to do video? Adam, shake your head. Give me a thumbs up if you can use video. Yes, you can use Saying video? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's even better than this voice of right. garbage. So Go. let's do that. Uh, let's see. Let's get him uh, in here. Jimmy, give me two seconds. Hogue out at Hallis Hall today, which is going to be a regular thing on Thursdays during the season, which means that uh, I hang out with you. Wow, look at that. <laughs> it's Adam Hogue. Look at Adam Hogue looking fresh. What's up? Can you hear me all right? We get loud and clear, brother. You sound great. Um, I know we got a bunch that you want to get to today, but we started out the show like – what do you actually know going into the season? What what is what is that look? Why are you There's so much beer behind you guys. Yes. <laughs> that was just rolled you out. Want some? Yeah, that's just Why got did you out. get Where was it when I was in the studio all week? You you want some of this? Come to the tailgate. Wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll come in I'll come in an hour earlier than I was going to now. There we go. That's the spirit. Uh Adam Hogue, 
What do you feel confident in that you absolutely know about the 2023 Chicago Bears going into the season? Because everyone's trying to make a prediction for this Sunday. And I'm kind of like, it feels like completely like you're, everyone's guessing. There's 26 new players. Let's be real here. But there are some things I, that I was getting at that we do actually know going into the season. Would anything pop to mind for you? Yeah, they got a good kicker. <laughs> they got a good punter. Uh, I had to start with special teams. And they got a great holder. That's what we know. Much better than those Packers starting a rookie punter, rookie kicker. No idea what they're going to do. Um, in all seriousness, I mean, those were serious answers. But I'm very confident this team's going to be able to run the football without much of a problem. Um, I still think the scheme works. I think even with some of the offensive line issues, um, that oh, that will impact them a little bit more in protecting Justin Fields than it will in keeping the running game going. And I think with this group of running backs they have, they're going to be fine. I'm not saying that they're going to be, you know, incredibly splashy, but I, I, even the threat of Justin Fields running and his contributions to the running game too, will keep that going. So I, I think that that's an area I feel pretty confident in. And they, they broke the all time rushing record in Chicago bears franchise history last year. Obviously fields had a big part in that. So you expect that to be close to that number again? Uh, yeah, I don't. I I'm not gonna say that they're gonna quite match that. In fact, they almost some. I I, I hope they don't because I hope they're more prolific throwing the ball. Um, but yeah, I I just think in in general we're not gonna be worried about the rushing offense week to week. All right, let's get to news of the day. Richard Hightower was talking, and he was pushed on who's going to be returning kicks. Trent Taylor is going to be returning punts. What, uh, what do you, what's your guess here on who will be the kick returner? Do you think Bayless is going to be active because they got a lot of moving parts and you can only dress 46? Yeah, so to me this comes down to who they this, – this comes down to an offense decision, not a special teams decision. This is, this is more about – which wide receiver between Tyler Scott, uh, Valus Jones Jr., and Equinemius St. Brown, because I think that's the wild card to potentially be inactive um, if they just don't feel like he's going to be on the field enough. Maybe that's the guy who's a surprise inactive. I, if I had to guess right now, Getsy trusts EQ enough and wants him out there um, if anybody goes down in a block in certain situations and EQ has been doing more on special teams. So I still think he can help there. I think, I think Tyler Scott's going to be the one who's inactive. And I, I just think it's great that Tyler Scott had a couple decent returns uh, in that last preseason game and showed an ability to do it. But Valus has already proven there. So that's one reason Two, I think we forget that Valus Jones is also a very good gunner. And so he can impact th that area more than Tyler Scott can, in my opinion. And then three, I keep going back to the interview that Adam Johns and I did with Ryan Poles in Indianapolis and how confident he spoke of Valus Jones being involved in this offense. Yep. And I still think that Tyler Scott, with some of those drop issues um, and maybe some of his size limitations, it's a little bit more redundant behind Darnell Mooney at this point than the types of ways that they can work Valus Jones into this offense uh, and surprise with some some type of gimmicky stuff. So, uh, I, to me, if it was up to me, I would have Valus Jones active. He would still be my kick returner. He'd be out there on other areas of special teams, including as a gunner, and I would still get him the ball a handful of times throughout the game. 
and I keep saying this, but let's not forget that Valus Jones at the end of last season actually did some nice things on offense. And I think that that's been sticking in Luke Getze's brain a little bit here throughout the offense or off season. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I think Valus does have a, a big role, uh, especially in the red zone. When you talk about what he can do behind the line of scrimmage to get eyes off of Justin Fields, moving to the other side of the ball. Uh, you know, one of the things that we hadn't talked about yet and what we do know or what we don't know uh, with Tyreek Stevenson, I feel like we do know he's got a lot of confidence. But what we don't know with Tyreek Stevenson is in his rookie year, I think his future is very bright, but in his rookie year, are the positive plays going to outweigh the negative ones? There's going to be a learning curve, I feel like. And so that's my question to you is what kind of impact do you think he's going to have here in week one? And can he have more positive impact than you know some penalties or, or getting beat on a few plays? Yeah, well, those positive plays better uh, greatly outweigh the negatives or he will not be on the field. Um, but it's a little naive to think that there won't be negative plays here and there, right? Um, he, uh, Alan Williams, the Bears defensive coordinator, was asked today about Tyreek Stevenson and the idea that he's going to be targeted uh, early and often in this football game, which seems like a reasonable strategy uh, if you're the Green Bay Packers. Um, you know, Allen tried to what I thought was most interesting about his answer. He tried to, you know, downplay that or whatever, you know, as a coach normally would. But right at the end, he, he said something like, I, I think I think you guys are going to like what you see from Tyreek Stevenson on Sunday. So, yes, he's got confidence in himself. But guess what? The Bears have a lot of confidence in him, too. You don't elevate to starter so early the same way that Braxton Jones did a year ago, by the way in the off season, if these guys don't trust you to be out there on the field. So will there be some growing pains? I think so. But I think this guy's also going to get his hands on the football more than Jalen Johnson does. Uh, will he be as, you know, shut down super glue type corner as Jalen Johnson? Probably not. Probably not. And he'll take his lumps here and there. And I just hope the penalties are avoided uh, mostly. But I still... I'm very intrigued. I'm going to have a little nugget on Tyreek Stevenson in my newsletter tomorrow for our CHO diehards as well. I just want to put in there that Carm, brilliant predictions, Jalen with four interceptions this year. Granted, he hasn't had any yet, but we haven't played any games yet, so I'm on pace. And uh, he is a dog in coverage, so Tyreek doesn't have to be that. He's going to be his own form of corner, which I, I think we're all excited to see. Hey, you, you uh, want to talk about Luke Getze potentially helping the Bears defense with a new Packers offense, with a new quarterback. We all know they're going to run the football a ton. Uh, Dylan Jones had 403 yards against the, the Bears last year in, in two Green Bay wins. What do you, uh, what do you think that Getze potentially is doing outside of just helping Justin Fields and the offense get going? Well, look, there's a couple angles here. Um, and I did ask Alan Williams this question today. And at first he was kind of like, no, but because they always make them uncomfortable when they get asked about like having secret intel on a team from somebody who knows the team. Right. Um, but then he was like, look, we're not dumb dumbs. We I'm going to consult a coach on our staff if they happen to know something about our opponent. Right. So but but here's where I'm going with this. So the storyline in, in Wisconsin right now is Aaron Rodgers is gone. And Matt LaFleur has been there for four years, but I feel like people forget at the beginning of Matt LaFleur's time as head coach there, there was friction with Aaron Rodgers and they were trying to get on the same page because LaFleur came in with a system 
that has the same roots as what the Bears are running here in Chicago, those Shanahan principles. Luke Getze was on that staff. Okay, so what it eventually became that helped lead Aaron Rodgers to two MVP seasons was what Aaron Rodgers wanted to do and giving Aaron Rodgers the freedom at the line of scrimmage to make checks, uh, all those hand signals that you see that, that he does. Uh, that's gone now. That goes away with Aaron Rodgers. So the conversation in Wisconsin now is more about, okay, this is this is Matt LaFleur's time to run his offense the way he's probably always wanted to run it, and Jordan Love's going to be the quarterback that does that. So Getze being there and understanding what the system was always supposed to be and then seeing what it did become with Aaron Rodgers, but knowing how Jordan Love, who, by the way, Getsy was there when they drafted Jordan Love too, can do in this system. I just think that there's, if you're going to try to guess what an opponent's going to do when there's some unknowns, which, by the way, Alan Williams kept saying over and over again, he doesn't want to guess, he doesn't want to guess, because that can lead you down some dangerous rabbit holes where you're wrong. And I get that part too, definitely as a coach, but I, I just feel like there's an influence here of what Luke Getze knows about what Matt LaFleur really wants to do and can do with Jordan Love as his quarterback that in some way is going to help the Bears game plan a little bit this week. It's, hey, whatever edge you got, whatever whatever hole you can dig up, you got 17,000. I mean, look, there's a lot of, I mean, Robert, Robert, we don't need to list them all, but we've got, there's so many Packers crossing over here which speaks to the rivalry, which we're not going to talk about. But, hey, use, use, use every bit of information you can get here or however you want to think they're going to go about it in week one. Uh, you feel comfortable making a game prediction here, Hoger? We're, we're on, we, it's are Thursday. We do, are we doing that or are we waiting? I don't know. Well, we do have a you, guys don't ha- you guys don't have to if you want to save yours for Sunday. Mine's already been out on Hogan Johns today. It'll be out my newsletter tomorrow oh. morning. So I might as well You already spilled the tea. Okay. Yeah, I'm but sorry. you guys don't have to. I, right. I don't have it. I, well, I don't have it yet, so I'm not. There's nothing for we, me to spill. We're going to be putting our picks out tomorrow. So you can. You've done we yours. Are, I'm not. I'm putting my pick out at 11:53. No, you're not. We are. Forget it. I'll yeah. tell you. Do it that. every Friday. In a yeah, Kevin Kaduk. Kevin Kaduk is going to make you give him your prediction. Well, then I'm going to so. have to give it to him today because I'm not going to see Kevin. Oh, I got to write it. That's not a video. Great. Never <laughs> mind. Correct. I will be putting mine out tomorrow. Okay, Adam, give me your game prediction. I forgot about that part of the of my life. Thank you. Bears, right. 23. Packers, 13. Wow. Comfortable I, that honestly <laughs> surprises me both ways. Like, cause I, I feel like that's a low number, both like, that means you really think the defense is going to play well, but honestly, then that also means that you don't think the offense is going to play as well as I think they could. Well, I think they could too, but I think there's going to be some growing pains, um, a little bit early on in the season. And I think that you're, you also got to respect this Packers defense, at least enough, um, to to I just think expecting the Bears to go out and score thirty points in this first game is is a little bit too much. And that's the fine, thir- but the, the defensive side of that yeah. r- surprises me probably more. So where that is is like if I just look at the Packers' offense, I, I, I am not a believer that they are going to be as potent as they were with Aaron Rodgers. I think that there's these people that are just like, oh well, Rodgers wasn't even good last year. Okay. Whatever, dude. He's Aaron Rodgers. And by the way, 
they won some football games late in the year when Aaron Rodgers started playing better. And I don't, that was the only reason why they were even in position in week 18 to make the playoffs. So that doesn't happen if they had done what I thought they should have done at the time, which was bench Rodgers and start playing Jordan Love. Um, and by the way, I still think they would have been better off long term had they have done that. So instead, they're in a situation here where I believe the Packers offense trends downward a little bit and the Bears defense is trending upwards it, it better right with all the additions that they've made uh second year in this scheme so I just think that that's going to work in the Bears favor in this first game and uh you know as we're doing this show today we don't necessarily have the latest on Christian Watson uh but if he's out and Romeo Dobbs is out go look at this Packers depth chart it's all rookies and a number of them are undrafted so you're going to you're going to throw Jordan Love out there with all the like look at Aaron Rodgers and how he struggled with the young receivers last year. You think Jordan Love is going to figure all that out against what's the Bears strength on defense, guys? What's their strength? Right. Obviously the secondary. You're 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 making sense. I just think this is a huge advantage the Bears have this week in this matchup. Um, and that's why I I do not I think it'll be a huge disappointment if we're doing our post game show Sunday guys and the Packers even have twenty points I think that that would be disappointing. I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds last year, Hogue, his range of tackles in a game went from as low as two in week two to as high as sixteen in week six and everything else in between. How many yeah. tackles do you think Tremaine Edmonds is going to make as the Packers try to run the ball 7,000 times on Sunday? I hope he's over 10. Well, you right? know they're going to be avoiding Jack Sanborn's side. They don't <laughs> yep. want that smoke. They don't want that Sanborn no, smoke. Nobody wants that smoke. Nobody, nobody even, I mean, come on. <laughs> we, we know this, which is why all the people out there, hey, he's not going to start. Who are you typing to right uh, just, now? Just, just, just let me do what I do. Can, he's can, doing his uh, prediction can, can, for tomorrow can, can, can for Kevin. I, he's getting ahead of the can game. I, can, yeah. I, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I search for, for, for tackles numbers that I don't have memorized without you I pointing see. out? I, 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 I'm looking. Well, I didn't know you could be like emailing your tennis instructor <laughs> hey guys i got to uh, vacate this room i'm in so i got to roll here okay. but um do you want to give your DraftKings pick of the week yes i want i do want to do that so i gave you guys colorado last week did not think they went outright but they ended up doing easy easy cover over tcu this one you know i didn't even know this till today i was assuming all week long that wisconsin's an underdog at Washington State, and then Kevin Fishbane informed me earlier that they're actually six-point favorites. Go Wazoo. I'm giving you this one as a Badger. Wisconsin always struggles when they go out west. I'm not even sure they're the better team in this matchup. It's a night game in Pullman. There's your pick of the week. Wazoo getting six points all day. I love it, Hope. I love that Hogue just wanted to come in here and go against his university and let you know that I've watched this too many times. It's given me too much pain. So I'm going to strategize my own pain with a nice solid prediction so I can say I told you so. That's a good job right there. It's emotional win-win either way, right? Either they win yeah. the game and I'm happy. You're covered. You're covered. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. Wisconsin wins and Washington State still covers. That's the best option. There it is. That's That's the middle. That's the middle win. All right. Good stuff. Uh, we'll see you for pregame on Sunday, buddy. All right. Looking Extra forward to tail. it, guys. 
All right, Skull. Adam Adam Hogan at Hallis Hall, which he will be doing on the Thursdays throughout the season. There, brags. Yep. You aware of that? I'm aware. Okay. All right. Me and you on Thursdays, if, if people are not aware of it. Yeah. Uh, you're also aware that uh, there is just really, you know, one beer that you should be drinking, and that, of course, as I do this mm, <laughs> delicious <laughs> reminder, is that CHGO is supported by the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer since 1988. The year Michael Jordan won the MVP. Thank you very much. Uh, the beer roster, the Oktoberfest, the beer hug family, the 312 Weed Ale, the full pocket pills, everyday beer, what the brewers are drinking. Grab yourself an ultra-fresh brewery-exclusive beer at Goose Island's Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park, or you can head on over to their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. United Center season coming rolling around here. Blackhawks and Bulls about to get going. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer. Can you believe it's been seven months since we watched an NFL game? Since we watched the refs rob us of a great finish to the Eagles and Chiefs Super Super Bowl. We'll wait no longer. Tonight, the NFL season starts, and that means the NFL is here And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers, what am I doing, can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Download now and use the code CHGO to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code CHGO only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www. 1-800-GAMBLER.NET. Good stuff. Hey, uh, Matt Nagy, you're funny. Seven months since you saw Matt Nagy win a Super Bowl is, 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 a, is, a, good, is a good little chatty moment. We're, you're good, Gregory. I know you're scaring me. No, you're, no, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're, you're, I do. You're, uh, you're doing a great job over there. <laughs> all right. Hey, uh, all right. A couple things that I want to get to before we get out of here, and we got a good 10 minutes to do it. All right. First of all, Congratulations to Justin Fields, yep. who continues to be beloved by sponsors. Reebok, yep. back in the NFL game, looking around, where are we going to go? Let's take the quarterback in Chicago, who hasn't done much, if we're being honest at this point, outside of running like a maniac last year. And yet, Reebok is all in on Fields and the Bears. That's a tip of the cap, man. Because, I mean, when you're being realistic about what Justin's done so far, he's Mm -hmm. been an elite runner. He hasn't thrown the football particularly well because he hasn't a lot around him. And he's still learning the NFL game. Let's throw it all in there. And he's not, I think everybody would agree and not push back on me on this, he's not like a dynamic personality. He's just a chill dude who works his ass off that his teammates love and respect. That's who he is. Right. He's not, you know, whatever. 
He's not. He's no form of Jake Cutler, Jim McMahon, like none of that. He is straight down the middle. Says, of course, every time he answers a question. Sometimes he's, you know, in a good mood talking to me. Other times he wants to get as far away from him as possible. But there's something that he is doing that is a. Tra- I mean, he is he is overbooked with advertisers and I Reebok like real plays is what he's doing. Yeah. You know, I mean, look at Michael Vick. You know, that's his example on the football field. Did he have a dynamic personality? Not necessarily, but he did have one of the craziest highlight reels you'd ever pull up. So they made this sweet-ass commercial of Michael, the Michael Vick experience. Do you remember that commercial? It was I- like a roller coaster ride. And they called it the Michael Vick experience. It was this hilarious commercial where these kids are on this roller coaster and it's making you like your Vic and you're in like, you look like you're in the shock wave at great America, but it's you're dodging NFL tacklers and stuff. It's a sweet commercial. Great. Let's do that for fields. Exactly. Let's do that for fields. And you know, and then the guy that I've always compared him to in this city is Derek Rose. Another guy that didn't necessarily have a dynamic media personality, but he was marketed in a very smart way. Like they used his, calm and steady demeanor to advertise that they 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 prop that up while you had lebron and bosh and all these guys it's a great comparison and doing these things Derek was this silent assassin and i think justin fields can be marketed in that exact same way I think it's a it's a great comparison on a number of levels. One, they're both supreme. Go ahead, ridiculous. Justin. You can hire me as your marketing guy. You might. I mean, look. Let's let's hope. Of course, <laughs> just that came up F- with two commercials for you. Fields' career path goes a whole lot different than Derek's as far as staying healthy. Let's 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 uh, knock out right, all that. But if as far as elite talent, never, you know, going to worry about work ethic, and you know, understated and professional and respectful. Fields and Rose are are driving down the same road. There's there's no doubt about it. But yep. he he's just got a big he got a big uh, endorsement from Reebok. So I mean I just think it's cool when your quarterback is up there and getting the national spotlight. And imagine what that's going to look like. If, yeah, I mean if, they they put him in that NFL script, uh, you know, thing they did where the NFL kind of joked about the script and Fields was in it. You know, they've they've used him in different promotional things. I mean. Yeah, the plays he's making, he's extremely marketable. And if he takes another step this year, he's going to be one of the most popular players in the NFL. No doubt. All right. I put out a question on Twitter. You haven't responded yet. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Your your Twitter support has been um, lacking lately. I don't want to hear it. Because if you don't retweet the tailgate one time before this tailgate. No, you haven't. Go to your time. Don't talk about support. Go to the timeline and tell me if you have. Okay. You got like six U.S. Open tweets. So don't talk to me about <laughs> Six U.S. Open tweets to compare to the 600 tweets that you put out about a fish that no one cares about. They love my fish. Now get on with your poll. All right. Well, so I asked the question today, what do you take most seriously in your life that is not your family or your job? And I put also put in there, my health is not an option. Um, now, this tweet is not taken off the way I was hoping it would take, to take off. And at least my guy, Mark Gian Greco, responded. He's writing, if it can't be family, friends, career, or health, I would say the state of our dangerously troubled world or making sure every generation of football fans truly appreciate the profound impact of the wildly exciting, innovative, and colorful American Football League had on the sport. And then we've got, you know, 
some other brilliant people out there like the Bears bastards, the Chicago Bears. My life is meaningless during the offseason when they're not playing. Big Cubs fan, but baseball doesn't quite fill the void. J- Josiah Luby, Bears greater than my family, greater than my job, which I asked if that was Bragg's burner, which is that your burner? I, no. I assume not. No burners. Um, and then I got my guys, Matt Nagy, thank you for getting in there. We put advisors. You're a funny man at all. At, but my point is, do you, do you have an answer to that question? I mean, the easy answer is sports, I and mean, it's a huge part of my life. It always has been. Um, I live and die by my teams. You know, um, I, my emotion is based on how good or bad my teams are on a daily. Like, I wake up in a better mood when my teams are good. Victory Monday is the greatest feeling in the world. And when they lose, it is the worst feeling in the world. Like there you- has been many a times where I've been like, I'm not feeling good. I'm not coming in. To, you know, because you literally I, would call it a brick lane because the Bears lost? I've, I have. I have before. You know, so I'm not lying. I'm not lying here. But I'm giving it my all here, Jake Flanagan. Don't you worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'll be sick to my stomach. They don't win on Monday. But if I if I moved off of sports, which is the easy one, I, I would say the thing that means most to me, it should be my health, but it's always about food with me. I am obsessed with eating good food or what I believe to be what good food is to me. And so I eat every day, right? And my meals are just so important to me. Like, I, they have to be good. I don't waste a meal. I don't eat things i don't like it and i don't and when when i'm having dinner like don't bug me i'm gonna watch a show eat some dinner i'm gonna eat my meatballs yeah there you go <laughs> yeah you know so i mean the way you carried around lunch at the combine you it, i am it very food, exactly like and, and that, that's why it's a problem for me and that's why i have to like really hone in on my health and working out because if i don't it goes the other way hard i'm eating everything all right so so that would be my answer outside of sports uh, mobs goes yeah we can tell you i'm gonna kick your ass mobs i swear (laughs) to god (laughs) our first solid threat of the day i i the reason why i put it in there uh and no one cares about this but i'm gonna tell you anyway because i think actually deep down you do care last night was the first night of the fall tennis season and i'm playing lucian and like my life literally feels like it's on the line, Lawrence. Like that's that's and so I'm doing on the changeovers. I'm taking my pins and aces hoodie and I'm putting my head like in the middle of it just to try to calm myself down and deep breathe and try to relax and try to and, and I'm sitting there like you know, you're not a professional tennis player. There's no money on the line, there's no one watching, you're fifty years old. You should probably just, if you just relaxed a little bit, you'd, you'd play a little better and not blow the seven points that I blew that where I would have actually won the match rather than losing it. But I just care to that level. Mm-hmm. Like, it, 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 and I'm it's wondering, I, I, like, I, and yes, it's like there's competition. It's like, you know, validation and all sorts of stuff in there. But it just got me thinking, like, where are people in their lives where they just, like, they care so much about something that really means nothing? Like, it's, and you could, like, I think sports is actually a good answer. Like, and I think a lot of our listeners are there. Like, if if the Bears lose on Sunday and it's 627 at night. I'm, 
It's if they be. don't win, I'm, you guys are gonna have a problem on this post game show because I don't, I don't know how I'm gonna be. No, I are. might just sit here in a ball and not say a word for two hours because yeah. I'm gonna be catatonic, or I might just <laughs> completely lose my mind depending on how they lose. You know, if they, if that were to happen, I don't think that's what's gonna happen. Uh, are you being catatonic? Stay tuned for uh, yeah. the predictions coming tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, I wear my heart on my sleeve with this stuff. All right, let's get a couple super chats. Uh, Don't do the pointy, Lawrence. We 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 you're not having fun with us. We go an hour twenty. Hey, I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm just sorry. letting you know it's there. <laughs> Settle down there, Mister yeah. MacBook. <laughs> now Lawrence's been working hard. He's been here since ten a.m. or nine a.m. Ten a.m. You know, obviously. for the Ben Zobrist interview on awesome. CHGO Cubs. And if you haven't, yeah, go, watch go that check that this. out. It was inspirational. Such a such a phenomenal job. Uh, Lord Crimson. Got to wear Ben Zobras World Series ring, dude. Uh, the World Series MVP. I was totally fanboying out. You were working, so shout out to because you. Because somebody had to get ready for the you show. You were prepping you... for the show while I was fanboying, I still, slobbering. I still got a picture with the ring, and, oh, I, yeah. and I shook his hand, and I said thank you. Yeah. One of my most elite moments in Carm Reporter history when the entire Chicago media was waiting to get into the Cubs locker room after they won it in 2016. I went to the Indian side, now the Guardians, and I walked right onto the field. I was the only media person standing there looking up at 20,000 Cub fans, me, John Cusack, and <laughs> Bill Murray. And, Eddie and there was nothing to do because there was no players there. But I was the f- the first media member out there was me. Dude, no, know see, that. you no, know the no, angles. Know that. That's a- well, I was kind of lucky because everybody else, well, they all went downstairs in the eighth inning when they thought it was over. And I'm like, I'm not watching the Cubs win the World Series in a tunnel on TV. I'm sitting right in this seat and down the right field line in the third deck. And I'm going to come on. And then, of course, all of it happened in the rain delay and whatnot. And then I get down there. The line is to the moon to get in. I'm like, well, I'm not going to be the back of the line. There's got to be a better way to do this. And then I just walked, I was walking around and then the Indians line started moving. I was like, eh, well, might as well try this. And then I just walked right on the field. I'm like, oh my God. I love it. Great job by me. Thank you very much. Hey, by the way, uh, before we get to our super chats, uh, Duke, I see you. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Race have you covered for the warm weather ahead with the premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays, an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that you have ever worn in your entire life. Durable frames, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. I've got three of them in my car right now. I kind of pick which one I want. It's the I guess one of the premium moments of working here. I love my Shady Rays. Uh, but hey, if you don't have three of them, you only get one. doesn't matter because Shady Rays has got the most insane protection plan in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by their lost and broken placements. You lose it, you break it. Whenever it happens, they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear those Shady Rays with confidence. Don't worry about sitting on them like, like you know, somebody I know might do. Uh, <laughs> you're good. They'll give you a new pair. Uh, by the way, if you don't like them by the, at the start, either. You can return it within 30 days, risk-free when you shop. You're not going to do that, but that's there for you as well. Exclusively for you, our CHRO listener, Shady Rays. Best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use that code CHGO. 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars 
by over 250,000 people. That's right. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, now is as good a time as ever to become a diehard here at CHGO Sports. A lot to offer across all the different sports in Chicago, but even for here with the Bears, Adam Hogue's putting out a newsletter that is specific to diehards only, exclusive to diehards only. All these great shirts. You like our Take the North shirt design that just came out, the Meatball Island. Uh, You know, we've got uh, Chicago versus everybody. You can get a shirt for free as soon as you sign up to become a diehard. Uh, We have a Discord chat. Uh, you want to you want to escape the mean streets of Twitter and, and go to somewhere <laughs> where that's a much more calmer and nuanced discussion with diehards like our guy Gary Ross and and, uh, you know, Matt and all those guys love talking with them. You can go into the di- discord and hang out with them. Uh, so sign up to become a diehard. Now you get discounts on all our events, including all our tailgates coming up this season all the way into November. So uh Discounts, shirts, discords. And exclusive merch, too. You know, the Meatball Island shirt is also in a crew neck, but only for diehards. Yes. So exclusive merch only available to you. Exclusive content only available to you. Discounts. It all pays for itself as soon as you sign up. And I'll give you Mark Carmen's number if you do. Come right. on in. Hey, listen. I'm, I'm All right, friends. super chat time. Yeah, let's do our super chats. Bear Forever 14, five bucks. Braggs needs to chug a beer, a Bears beer boot for every Bears victory of the season. And, you know, I'm going not going to steal the, you know, the, the swerve of one Cody Del Mendo. You know, Cody does a beer chug after every Cubs Mostly win. successful, although yesterday What was will different. you do? I heard something happened with him yesterday. I didn't so get an opportunity to see what. Went down the wrong pipe. So he threw up on set. It's a bit of a foam offset situation. (laughs) I'll have to watch this clip. That's great. Is that an actual clip or is he off camera when he does it? He was off. He he had to stand up and uh, take a a breather. Well, it only took 112 games for that. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe a shot of something. We'll see. We can do shots. We can do shots. I think that's a little more in my wheelhouse than chugging down a beer because we don't want to throw up all over the set. Uh, But, you know, we did that last preseason, and then all of a sudden all these fans started super chatting that you have to take a shot, and it just gets out of control at that point. And we're not getting drunk up here. We got to, you know, we got to give you guys some great coverage. Yeah, we're professionals. Professional meatballs. That's exactly right. By the way, it's six hours, 13 minutes, and 30 seconds on the dot right now until football starts. Football. Let's go. Super chat, $10 from the Duke. Assuming Peterman is the backup, how does Bajan work? Do they dress him and warm him up, but he doesn't count towards the 46? Or is he in street clothes, and if Fields goes down, they go get him dressed? They've explained this third quarterback rule to me. Hoag's explained it like four different times to me. Gary explains it to me every other day. And I'll I'll never understand it. So I refuse to try. Um, Let's just watch tonight and see what happens. (laughs) Yeah. Gary's going to yell at me because he's explained this to me three times. I know, but like it is a weird thing and it's like whatever. I don't care to even figure it out. 
I, I do care to figure it out, Duke, because I care about you and I care about football and I care about the show. Uh, but if I can't lie to you. I don't know. Like, I know he's the emergency quarterback. I assume he's dressed because if the emergency quarterback isn't dressed, it would, I mean, that doesn't, how else would it work? So he's got to be there. And I think, he's, I think he runs around. And Gary does the, does in the chat web. says Bajant will be in uniform. That's, uh, I mean, that's and then the we go off of Gary. We always go off of Gary, even if Hogue hates you, Gary. Yes, Duke. Hogue in, might not, but me and Mark, get in the we Discord. go off of Gary. Get in the Discord, okay, Duke, the and ask Gary. Hogue, Gary. No one hates anybody. Uh, Everybody. Yeah, we're going to end the Hogue-Gary rivalry with a nice hug. Can't wait. Tailgate. Five so bucks from it. Isaac. Yeah. Hey, guys. With the talk about Gary on a snap count, I have heard zilch about Lucas Van Ness from literally anyone. Lol. Yeah. Thoughts on him versus Wright slash Jones? He did not have a great preseason. He hasn't had a great training camp. The Packers have a bus pick. That's the take. Um, but it's obviously too early to know. Well, and, and they said they were talking about Darnell Wright yesterday. I think it was Eberflus. He said, that well, they're going to be throwing the book. You know, they're, they're going to throw the house at him, but he'll be ready. And, and you know, I've, I feel that way, too. Like, yeah, there's going to be times he gets beat. He's just so big, man, and he moves well. It's hard to get around him. You know, it, it, I, I think um, Darnell Wright's going to be a, a, a really good player for this team. I'm excited as long to as see he it. Can stay healthy, obviously. I'm excited to see it. Right on meatball, I'm with you. Ready? As we say, well, goodbye. we know that it's better than what we had at right tackle last season. I, yes, to we, go off of to tie it all back in to how we started. There That's we go. What we know. Last one from Eric Forsell. Five bucks. Thank you, Eric. I'm with Braggs. If the Bears lose to Green Bay on Sunday, it's gonna f me up, and I'll be sad for a few days. Plus. Cool avocado socks, Carm. They're not, they're not, they're not avocado. They're not they're, avocado. They're, they're, tennis, they're socks. tennis socks, dog. Well, I but mean, thank you. Hey, better than other people in the chat. Avocado, we're like, are those, are those Packer socks? Are those Jet socks? Okay, like, all right, chill yeah, out on the Packer stuff. Um, that is no, these, true. You really shouldn't be wearing green. Yes, we'll I should because, because green's because a beautiful yeah. color. It's, it's a great look. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, we'll all be throwing up if they don't win, but they're going to win. As as we say goodbye today, let's let's. I mean, because I just saw it in the chat. Let's all sing it together. You ready? No. Green base. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I'm sorry. What do we say? There's a man who oh, isn't God. afraid of danger. Come on. Come on. Come on. To every, every offense, offense he meets, he's no stranger. stranger.